Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Today we're going to start digging into the text of Acts. As we start to look at the text, remember last time we looked at how Jesus told them to wait in Jerusalem. He told them that in Luke chapter 24. And so that's where we're going to start today. So let's read Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, all Judea and Samaria, to the end of the earth. So in the very first verse, Luke says his former account. He's talking about the book of Acts, or not Acts, I'm sorry, the book of Luke. Uh, in the book of Luke, he it was his um, kind of biography or uh, his take on Jesus and his gospel. So uh, that's what he's talking about. His former account was all the book of Luke, and he wrote that as well to Theophilus, just as he does the book of Acts. And he tells him about all the things he began both to do and to teach until he was taken up. Uh, it's also interesting, later on in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, we read this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. As a side point, I think this is pretty interesting that Jesus was going about doing good, healing those who were oppressed, and what did they do to him in return? He ends up being crucified. Well, before he was taken up, he left some commandments with his apostles. Thankfully, death could not hold him, and so he says he has presented himself alive after his suffering with many proofs and was seen by many for 40 days. But his purpose was not just to be seen. He also spoke to them about the kingdom of God. Remember Acts chapter two is going to talk a lot about the establishment of the church on the day of Pentecost. So he brings them together and he tells them, don't depart or don't leave Jerusalem. Wait till the promise of the Father comes that you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And so they started asking questions. And of course, the first question they asked, Lord, will it be at this time that you set up the kingdom of Israel? What has been one of their problems all the way through uh, the Gospels? One of their problems has always been that they have a hard time thinking spiritually. They think more physically than spiritually. So they're still doing it. 
They're still thinking, well, when are you going to set up the kingdom in Israel? Aren't people still asking that today? Aren't many still concerned about the physical more than the spiritual? And what does Jesus say? You don't need to worry about it. Don't worry about that. That's not what I want you to do right now. I've got a, I've got a mission for you. And that's what's going to be important to you for the next several years. Don't worry about when the kingdom's going to be set up because that belongs to the, under the authority of God anyway. Okay. Um, this idea, what he wants them to see as he's talking to them and as he appears to them, he's overcome death. You know, that's really what our hope is, isn't it? That someday we too will, we will overcome death and we can go and spend eternity with him. Well, for the apostles, what follows in the near future is that they're going to be witnesses. Witnesses, a witness is a neat word in Greek because it's where we get our word in English for martyr. And so that's what they're going to be as witnesses. So, and we do know that many of them will be martyred. Okay. He tells them about their outreach. He says, start in Jerusalem, then go into Judea and Samaria, and then to the end of the earth. As I think of how we often do mission works, it seems we do, (coughs) excuse me, it seems we do exactly the opposite, doesn't it? We spend more time and money on foreign missions than we do at home. Now, I'm all for foreign missions. I think foreign missions are extremely impossible. Part of our great commission is to take the gospel throughout the world. But sometimes I wonder if we neglect home and do more away. Jesus said, start at home and branch out. Start in your own neighborhoods and branch out. And then keep branching out and keep branching out. The key to this first section and the key to the entire book of uh, Acts, let's keep our focus where it belongs, on Jesus and his death, his burial, his resurrection, and how we can share that good news with other folks. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.